Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Sunday Sit-Down. I'm Reverend Phil Dickey, one of the pastors on staff here at White Rock United Methodist Church. And today I am joined by two of my friends and colleagues from Faith Forward Dallas. Uh, Faith Forward Dallas is something that we at White Rock are a part of, um, specifically us as clergy are a part of it. And um, Faith Forward Dallas is a really cool organization because not only do clergy get to come and be a part of it, but you also can be a part of it. Um, clergy just have to pay to be a part of it. How about that, right? Like we actually have to pay to be a part of this, but you get to come and be a part for free. Um, and what, is, what does Faith Forward Dallas do? Well, really, um, it's, it's kind of the moral voice of, of Dallas is what we aspire to be. At least that's what we try to be. But we, we gather as an interfaith organization to work for justice in our city. I think that's a good, a good way to put it. And I think that, that would be a good summation. So um, I'm joined by two of my friends, so Colin Packer and Verzola Law. And I'm actually going to let them introduce themselves. So Verzola, will you introduce and just let us know who you are and what you do? Greetings. I am Verzola Law, the senior minister at Northway Christian Church in North Dallas. Um, I often say we are by the school, down the street from North Park, across the street from the cemetery. But we also have been the ones who've been here 115 years between Preston and this area. Um, and so I bring you greetings. I also like to introduce myself in the 115 year history. This year will be 116. They never had a pastor who was as beautiful as I am, nor who's been kissed by the sun as long. So it's a privilege to be moving in these very different and chaotic times to bring some beauty, to bring some diversity and to bring some delight in a part of uh, Dallas that most people don't get to lead who look like me in spaces like this. So. It's so good to be with you. I love that. That's a that's a fantastic introduction. Colin, good luck topping that one. That's right. Well, I'm honored to serve with uh, Reverend Law. And uh, my name is Colin Packer. Uh, for the last 13 years, I've served as a senior pastor in churches in Denver and most recently in Allen uh, on the north side here in Dallas. And uh, but, but this year, I've begun new work as the director of faith-based partnerships at City Square. Uh, which is a, a nonprofit that y'all are probably well aware of that uh, works with uh, um, trying to fight the causes and effects of poverty in our city. And so uh, grateful for White Rock UMC, the connections that we uh, have had, hope to have in the future as well. But the, the, the work at Faith Forward Dallas has been a joy to get to know. And uh, this racial equity and justice task force is just one of the ways that we've been called on to, to serve our city and uh, look forward to sharing with you more about that today. Yeah, so, okay, so you two head up the Racial Equity and Justice Task Force, and so the way Faith Forward Dallas works is there's a couple different task force, one on gun sense and one on racial uh, equity and justice, and then um, oh, uh, migrant status, and I'm forgetting, is it home? What's the other one? There's a fourth one that I'm forgetting off the top of my head, but maybe we'll think of it here shortly. But so there's just a, a variety of things that we do that we've kind of said, there's a lot of things of, of injustice that's happening, and what do we want to really try to tackle as an organization? Um, and so I actually oversee the crisis management uh, aspect of, of Faith Forward. And so a lot of what we've been doing with Owenwood is we're trying to get Owenwood ready to be a uh, temporary shelter location for these cold weather days. So that um, Oakland UMC, one of our sister churches, has been doing a really good job of doing that. But there's just there's more capacity. And so we need to be able to open up more churches. And so those are one of the crisis aspects. Really, I think that I was invited to do that because I'm just on social media way too much. And so I see a lot of what's happening. And so uh, they were like, hey you're on social media a lot. let us know what's happening there and keep us up to date on the crisis that's taking place but regardless um i wanted to invite you all here because one i want to highlight the important work that's, that's taking place in this task force and do faith for dallas 
but also it's Martin Luther King Jr. weekend, right? Like we celebrate the birthday of Martin Luther King Jr. Um, it's it's tricky at a, a congregation that's predominantly white to figure out how do we we celebrate in a way that acknowledges the important work of MLK Jr. Um, and work that we we want to aspire to as well, right? I was rereading Letter from Birmingham Jail because that's something we should probably read quite often. And it talks about the disappointment with uh, moderate whites that, that MLK had. Um, and and you know, it's it's tricky. How do we do uh, honor the work of it and not be performative in nature? And and as Mitchell has said before, like it's not any good to just talk about these things once a year. And so the reality is, is we are partnered with Faith for Dallas, and so we are doing this work ongoing. Um, and and through our clergy, but also like what I what I hope out of this conversation is is y'all will be so inspiring that you're going to like all of our people at, at, at White Rock are going to just drop all they're doing and they're going to flood the, the website and figure out how do they sign up to be a part of your task force to figure out uh, how they can join in this work. So so let us know just some some like 30,000 foot view. What is the, the overarching hope of the, your task force through Faith Forward? Um, and then we'll kind of get down to the specifics here in a little bit too. Well, I think I would first name that no one person can do it all. And so part of the challenge of having MLK weekend, our day specifically, is an important thing that we do as a country, as a community. However, the danger is, is that we rise stars, that we, we hold them up and then we kill our prophets. And so I would just name that uh, through the work of Faith Forward and particularly the racial, the racial justice uh, equity task force is to be reminded similar to how M, uh, Dr. the Reverend Dr. MLK Jr. Um, exhibited his leadership, it is in community. And so it is not meant to be solo projects. And so uh, one of the big things we're doing is looking at trying to get 30 congregations, 30 communities of faith to come together to join us in a 21 day challenge um, in February or March, um, similar to how the Homeless Alliance uh, did that work of the 21 day challenge to see how do we have these difficult conversations in a way that moves us forward um, to not continue to rehearse the hurts and complete and to complete to continue to redo um, and reinforce the systems particularly of the 60s and 70s and the systems that are so unjust, but to have these difficult conversations to move us forward, faith forward. So how do we continue to move forward? And so the big challenge is to find 30 uh, communities of faith to say we're on board and we will be a part of this weight work. Because I think the beautiful thing is around the faith and particularly faith forward, we don't have to be thinking or believing the same thing but there's enough of the commonality of what we do want for the best of humanity in our community that we can move that forward. Um, and so you can have the red and blue, you can have the left and right, you can have various faith traditions and different parts of Dallas coming together for the betterment of humanity and particularly in our community. Um, so that, that will move us forward towards a vision of flourishing for all as opposed to the scarcity that only some can have and others have to get what's left over. No, we want to have a vision, have a movement where there's flourishing for all. And we do that through the eyes of faith. And what better way to think about it than the eyes of faith for faith comes by hearing and hearing from the word of God. And certainly uh, we walk by faith and not by sight. So we can do that together um, with a common vision. My All goodness, right. that was, yeah. 
we can all go home now, right? Like that was said so well. Faith, faith forward down and just take that and just post that on the front of their website right there. That's a good, uh, that's a good word. All right, Colin, you again, good luck following that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't try to try, try to follow in that way, but you know, I understand the dynamic of uh, leading in a uh, predominantly white church. Uh, that's the church I served for the last uh, seven years in Allen. And uh, over the last you know, seven years, there have been, there's been a racial awakening in our country. In many ways, we've seen so much that's, that's gone on. And Dr. King, I think, is a great uh, rallying point for us as people of faith uh, to help us see that. And, and you know, growing up, I heard uh, the I Have a Dream speech and, and had this sense about, you know, of course, we're supposed to be this beloved community and we're supposed to really almost colorblindness was the goal that if we just don't acknowledge it or see that that may be the goal. And, and what I've come to see is no, that our our, the way God has uh, created each one of us is a beautiful thing, and it's something that we need to uh, to see and acknowledge. But that also means when we acknowledge that, that we look at the inequities in, in our city. And uh, Dr. King, at the end of his life, the Poor People's Campaign, uh, the vision he had at the later part, right before he was assassinated, was uh, not just about making sure that, that rights were equal, but it was about human rights. It was about the poor. It was about all uh, that needed to be seen as created in the image of God and, and given all that they needed in an equitable way. Uh, one stat in Dallas that's really shocked me uh, that I read a few uh, a couple of years ago was in 2016, the Urban Institute ranked uh, 274 of the largest cities around the country in, uh, in terms of inclusion, in terms of equity. And out of those 274 cities, Dallas was 272nd. Now, there were only two cities less than us on overall inclusion. Uh, 270th on economic inclusion and 246th when it comes to racial inclusion. Uh, we know there's a divide in our city. We see that north and south, I-30 is a dividing line and we see resources are not flowing to the south as they are on the north side. I've grown up on the north side of the city and uh, that's been a benefit and a blessing in many ways to my family. Uh, but I see as a pastor, as a person of faith, part of a faith forward Dallas, it's important that we see all of our brothers and sisters as people who are uh, deserving of, uh, of resource, of uh, the love that we all share, uh, that we are not doing well unless all of us are doing well. And so that's what we want to seek to change and be a part of uh, at Faith Forward Dallas, and particularly with our, our task force. So I will tell you, as not being a native to Dallas um, or Texas, for that matter, I was not aware of the history of Dallas until uh, uh, again, being part of Faith Forward Dallas, really, like through Reverend Michael Waters and some of the other pastors that are on uh, have been a part of Faith Forward that just opened my eyes to the even the, the way the uh, highway structures were constrained here in, in Dallas. Like, I was just blown away to to learn a lot of the history and that we had the largest KKK in the whole country back in what the 20s, I think it was. And there's there's just um, a rich history. I don't know if I want to use that term. There's there's a quite a history here in the city of Dallas and a lot to to continue to work on. And so where do you even begin? Where do you start whenever it comes to this? There's so many things that could be tackled in this idea of racial equity um, and justice. And so, you know, you guys are just starting this, this task force. Where do, where do you begin? One of the ways that we've been talking about, we start with listening. So when you come in with suggestions and answers only um, and the way, um, it really does fall um, in the line of uh, the book uh, cast of colonization, right? So <clears throat> we come in and we say, this is the way, the American dream. Well, there is this cultural milieu about that. Certainly that is what we all kind of inherited, the 2.5 children picket fence, right? So how many of us live in that? And so 
how do we come in with this posture of listening, one-on-one conversations, finding persons who are already doing the work of equity and justice? We did not get here overnight, as you talked about the history of Dallas, and this won't go away. The injustices and, um, and sin will not go away overnight. And so how do we, as persons of faith, how do we, um, as communities of faith, partner with others who are already do the work? Um, how do we so join in the work where God is already working with the gifts and talents and skills? So that's one of the things we're doing is finding ways to build some one-on-one -on -one conversations with community partners who are already doing this work, uh, the city, um, the Homeless Alliance, other non-for-profits that are already doing the work to partner with them, um, Faith in Texas. So we're looking to see how we do those partnerships by listening. But also uh, the work, uh, any justice worker knows those who believe in freedom shall not rest. Now we shall get a nap. We shall get a nap every now and then, <laughs> but we cannot rest until justice come and righteousness comes like an ever flowing stream. So how then, is the question, do we do this work um, and not have compassion fatigue? Well, we do it again in partnership, but we also need to do it and have a particular niche, a sweet spot for Faith Forward. And that's what we're looking for now as we do these partnerships and listening to see then as we have a 21 day challenge and really hear the cries, the joys, the victories of our city, the the divisive places where we can build bridges to find what is Faith Forward's niche so we can bring together the interfaith community to make its, uh, its uh, impact in this work uh, that again did not start overnight. But certainly this moment of time, this time of racial reckoning is a time where um, we can really get in there. People are more ripe now than they ever have been in a long time. Love that. Colin, what, what do you have to follow? I'll say so much. I'll try to condense it as much as I can. You know, yeah, we, yeah. Uh, my own journey has been a journey of uh, coming aware of things in Dallas I wasn't aware of, and that's through listening, like Reverend Law mentioned. Uh, it's relationships as I got to know people, um, and I saw them as uh, kinfolk, friends. All of a sudden, I'm seeing the city in new ways. I'm listening to COVID statistics in a new way in other parts of the city. Uh, I'm listening to all kinds of things that are going on around us. And then it's a commitment to justice and learning how to do that. How do we organize together? How do we hear what God is calling us to as a, a church community or as a city, a group of uh, congregations together? And that's what we're seeking, as Reverend Law mentioned. And so we're really excited about what the future holds. Uh, we're still in that discernment mode, uh, but I think it's awareness, it's relationships, and then it's a commitment to justice. Uh, and we look forward to determining what that will look like uh, and, and inviting others to it. Okay, so we only have about a minute, minute and a half left here. Um, wrapping this up, you've mentioned this 21-day challenge. Where can people go? What does it mean to be a part of this 21-day challenge? Let us know, like, how can we really get involved in this? Yeah, you can uh, email us uh, individually. We'll have uh, signups that we'll make sure we push out to particular congregations. So I'm sure that White Rock will have an opportunity for members to sign up individually. Maybe you have a justice team or a group that you'd love to sign up. Uh, and so uh, my email address, if you want to reach out to me, is colin.b.packer at greenvilleoaks.org. Uh, and then Verzola, uh, I'll pass yours on as well, verzola.law at northwaychristian.org. Do I have that right? And so if you'll email us there, we'll certainly make sure you're, you're aware, but there'll be opportunities through White Rock, I'm sure as well, uh, 
uh, to be involved. We'll be sure and get, we'll share those email addresses in the chat and make sure that everyone has the opportunity to, to have those in front of them. But then, yeah, once it becomes public and uh, you'll have more information on the website, I'm sure with Faith for Dallas and stuff, we'll get, be sure and get that distributed as well. Cause, cause we do, we, right. We want to continue this work throughout um, the year. We want this to be in the same way that we celebrate Christmas and Easter once a year. We, we also celebrate MLK reminding that like, this is work that continues to go on and we need to be reminded of this work that continues to go on. So um, Rizola, last word, what do you got for us? Preacher's going to preach. I know it. Right. I, I really just want to encourage us to, not, to, as you've already named, these are not events, they're movements. And so uh, each one I'm thinking about, as you talk, I'm thinking about that drum major for justice that the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. So a drum major needs to have a whole band, right? So you're not, no solo project. So wherever you are in your neck of the woods, wherever you are, whatever gifts you have, you can do your part. By having conversations, you can do your part by finding the ways to move that needle, to move this justice so that all may flourish. One of the things that I've been uh, sitting with was from the scripture in Exodus. We've been around this mountain long enough. Um, let's go to another mountain range because I know there's some more mountains, but parts of this mountain we have been around long enough. And so there's an old gospel hymn. Um, uh, give me the strength to climb the mountain. I want the mountain move. And the other thing I would say is I think about the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King is he, the I have a dream speech comes from Prathia Hall and many don't know that. And so he had heard her and was so inspired by her. So it wasn't a solo, he, it's not a coin phrase by him. He's picking up on a community of prophets. And he, which men need, is a nudge from a woman. So Mahalia Jackson says, tell them about the dream, Martin. Tell them about the dream. And so may we be reminded how this movement has got its, its, its height in the 60s, comes out of a sense of a communal prophetic witness. No drum major without a band. So may we all find our space in the band so that more may flourish. And then one day, all of God's children will be able to see the flourishing that God intended in the first place when God called everything good. Amen to that, my friend. This is beautiful. Thank you both so much for the work that you do through Faith Forward. Thanks for the invitation to be a part of it. Uh, I look forward to our congregation being able to, to dive right into it. So um, blessings to the both of you. Uh, we look forward to, to being a part of this work together in community. As you said, we, we're grateful for that, to, for the transformation of Dallas. So friends, we're uh, going to take a quick break here. We'll be back for worship in just a few minutes. So go warm up your coffee, whatever you got to do. Uh, we'll see you shortly.